Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Relic, a classic paintball podcast. I'm your host, Tori Schrum. Welcome to the show. On this episode, we've got Christian Collins from teams like Saber Wolf, Saber Wolves, apologies, uh, Extreme, uh, TMG Outlaws, uh, etc. And uh, enjoy the show. Okay, let's try this again. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Relic, a classic paintball podcast. I'm your host, Tori Schramm. Tonight, I have with me, Christian Collins. Welcome to the show, bud. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Cool. So let's talk about uh, where you're from, how you got into paintball, uh, how long you've been playing. Let's let's do that for now. Um, so I'm from Atlanta. Uh, I just recently, like literally a couple days ago, moved down to Tampa. Um, so I'm living down here right now for the next couple or for the foreseeable future going to school. Um, but yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Uh, I probably started playing, uh, what, four, four years ago now, back in 2018. That's when you started. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, I used to play semi-pro football and, uh, during one of my games, I broke my leg. And uh, I was like laid up on the couch. I was recovering and going through Facebook Marketplace and saw an ad for a freaking paintball gun. And I bought it, went to the field and absolutely just fell in love with it. I've been playing just about every weekend ever since. Oh, man. What's that like? Uh, you're in a you're in a good place. What part of Atlanta are you from? Um, so I was from just right outside the city, uh, east of Atlanta in a town called uh, Loganville. <laughs> Um, okay so it's it's kind of out there it's 40 minutes outside of atlanta but it's still within the same vicinity it's it's close enough to call it atlanta <laughs> okay my uh my grandfather grew up in college park and so i spent a lot of summers yeah, in, yeah. Uh, in atlanta a lot of a lot of fourth yeah. uh, fourth of july stone mountain laser shows and such oh, so yeah. oh yeah dude that's the best if you're ever in atlanta <laughs> go, by, man. go to go to stone mountain but you got to be in there super super early because they fill up fast like immediately oh, yeah for sure definitely and so now you're down in tampa what part of tampa like are you uh, in tampa are you in clearwater or i you know i i've been here like so short i don't even know i think i'm close to clearwater but i'm not sure um it's just i'm in tampa that area <laughs> okay yeah. uh we we've, we've ended up spending a lot of time over in Rocks beach like my family and i so i was just curious we, we love the area so we, we we go there quite a bit yeah dude it's it's from what i've seen so far dude it's beautiful man and i'm i'm loving it cool man well, we, good luck with uh good luck with school while you're there yeah thank you thank you right on so mm -hmm. i interrupted you like an asshole so uh you've been playing for four years mm -hmm. that sounds rough <laughs> let's <laughs> oh, keep dude. talking about it all right so uh so you played almost every day since uh mm -hmm. you know you found this you found this gear online and uh facebook marketplace is the devil when it comes to used paintball equipment um so uh you did that and uh obviously you started going towards the direction of a i can understand playing semi-pro having the, uh, mm. the inclination to compete so uh when did you make that jump and why um so i started out playing at an indoor field and like obviously i thought i was like the best thing to ever touch paintball you know because <laughs> i really 
or to play in anywhere else. So finally, I got just like tired of playing there every single weekend, started looking at other play, uh, other places to play and ended up going to uh, Lane Wright's field up in, paint, up in uh, Alpharetta at Paintball Atlanta. And uh, like my first week out there, luckily they had just opened their, uh, their airball field and I played out there and just, I was like, wow, like my mind was blown, fell in love with it, fell, fell in love with the competition, you know, and I was just like the worst person out there, the absolute, I was just, <laughs> you know, um, but everybody out there was just there to help, you know, and they were all super, super friendly and they were all trying to help me. And man, I fell in love with the people over there and it was just, it was great, you know, and so we, uh, Shortly after that, we started up a team out of there called Team Extreme. We had like, it was it was a huge team at the time. We had like 30, 30 players um, for, you know, this team that we had never done a single tournament together. You know, it was just 30 people, 40 people out there every week who had all just like wanted to play competition paintball. You know, and it was great. So uh, we ended up setting up a team out of there, like I said, called Team Extreme. Played a few events, and uh, I think I played my first event with them in right at the beginning of uh, – it had to have been – man, I don't even know. It, it might have been, like, mm, later on in 2018 down at the Holy City Classic in South Carolina. Uh, but we brought two teams down there. My team, we got, like, you know, 12th place out of 20 teams – and it was most of our first events. And then our other team got first place, you know. So it was kind of, I started off playing classic Tim Man and then, you know, broke into uh, X-Ball. I forgot uh, what year it was. I'm actually looking at this. That means, uh, so whenever you guys played that CFOA, the very first uh, CFOA classic Tin Man, that means you have been playing a year whenever I saw you down there. No, 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 no. Wait, when did when did I see? I thought I met you at uh at in Virginia Beach. Yeah, Virginia Beach at the uh, at the pro event, right? Yeah. So what had happened is you had actually met me there the first time, like face to face. Took a yeah. picture of my kid. It was great. It was awesome. But whenever you were at that CFOA ten man, I was playing there too, and I remember that team extreme. You guys cool. running like fifty yeah. friggin' dudes deep. I remember all you guys being there. Yeah, I played that event with y'all. Not oh, with extreme, obviously, yeah. but I was there playing. Oh man, I didn't even know that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy that you don't been playing a year at that point, too, man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a short time. Um, but I had played so many events that like within that time, like I was I was uh I think at that point I was already getting up there. It's it's it I'm pretty sure it was more than a year though. That first CFOA, that was 2020, wasn't it? It was 2019. I just, I, while you were talking, I was pulling up my my Instagram. And I was like, "Oh, damn, that was 2019." He'd only been playing for like a year. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, and then uh, the next time I saw you was at the was at that pro event. Yeah, yeah. And I, I keep that. running to you in all the other places. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, that was a good that was a good event. I remember that, but I didn't even play that one with Team Extreme because by that point we had already. Uh, we had already kind of gone our separate ways almost. Um, and that was like a new team extreme. It was still kind of some of the same people, but it was still like a new iteration of it. So at that, at that event, I think I was playing with, uh, with ground zero. And, uh, so yeah, I played that one with ground zero. 
and we done like fairly good. I think we got like second or third place at that at that event. From what I remember, I don't I don't know. Which Maybe which one was this year in Ground Zero? That was uh that was the first year they had this, the CFOA. Mm. I just remember mm. all the all the extreme guys there. I'm sorry. I just kind of I remember seeing you there. And I just kind of, you were talking about Team Extreme. So I was like, maybe mm -hmm. he was there with them. So, yeah. Okay. So Sorry, my bad. I think I might have projected it on to you. <laughs> oh, you know what? That wasn't with Ground Zero. That was before Ground Zero. That was with, uh, now I remember. I was playing with Wildfire. We were pitted right next to Team Extreme. And I was just talking with the Team Extreme guys the whole time because they were like, uh, they were the only guys that I really knew. <laughs> yeah. That was, a, that was a fun event, dude. I love that one. Yeah, Tyler puts on Tyler puts on some good uh good events. I can't wait to uh, get back down there this December and play again. I oh, yeah. uh, I played that first one and then uh COVID kind of squarely got in the way with all the people I was employed with at the time for the last two years. And so this is the first time I finally get to back get back into it. I don't know if you can see the the central logo right there, but yeah, Tyler, yeah. Tyler puts on a good show for sure. He's a great guy. Oh yeah, dude. That's uh that's 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 I think now that's that's kind of considered like a bucket list event, you know, because it fills up so quickly that like if you're so not in, fast. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> What's funny is if you go in there and you look at the rosters. So there's the guys that, uh, you know, typically play a 10 man, uh, you know, for ICPL and mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, any other any other 10 man uh, league out there. And uh, like there's there's rosters that you typically find them on. But uh, yeah. every time you go to the CFOA, like it fills up so fast, they don't care who they're playing with as long as yeah. they're on a team. Exactly. I just think it's funny because you're just like, what are all these guys doing? All these other teams, but it's like you said, it fills up so fast that people don't yeah. care as long as they can get there. Exactly. As long as you get there and you can play it, you know, you don't mind who you're who you're on the field with, and it's that good of an event to where, you know, you really don't care who you're playing with as long as you know they're they're guys that you know and you know they're good guys you know you really don't care who you're playing with with that one it's it's one of the events that uh all the fields are so close to that mm -hmm. like in chicago i kind of felt like it wasn't how do i put this so like when i'm in maryland when i play the the maryland event like mm -hmm. you're just gassed like all the time because it just takes so long to get back and forth yep mm -hmm. <clears throat> but, like with cfoa and um even i guess iron city's kind of spread out a little bit or whatever you want to call it now but um it's spread out a little bit, but central, like everything's right there. Mm -hmm. Like Chicago, everything's right there. Central, you can look directly. Like it's basically they have grandstands because uh, it's elevated above the field right there next to it, the outside of it. What's crazy is like that place has been laid out like that for a long time. So they've had plenty of time to really figure out like what's the best way to do this. And they absolutely, mm -hmm. you know, did you know props to again props to tyler and, and the and the central crew for making that happen uh Steve oh, yeah. Porterfield, all those guys um i keep interrupting like a, no dude you're good like a like a jerk but uh all right so let's get back to talking about the teams right so you started off with extreme uh mm -hmm. and then you went on to ground zero you said uh so i started out with team extreme then i kind of just bounced around with x-ball teams for just a super long time um and mm -hmm. i never really onto another x-ball team uh but i started playing 10 man a whole lot more and I, and I was playing with docs warriors and so i played with them for all of whatever the first icpl year was i think it was 2019 i played with docs warriors for all of 2019 and then 2020 comes along 
I play with, I get on with ground zero and I play with them, but I only got to play like one or two events, but, and then a uh, COVID happened and shut everything down after that. Yep. Um, so after that, I started, uh, along with that, you know, along with playing with the uh, ground zero, I kind of started making a name for myself, I guess. And, uh, and by that, Jeremy had heard of me. Jeremy Somm had heard of me. And he hit me up. We started talking at one of the events. And uh, he's like, yo, you know, whenever you can, you know, or not whenever you can, but like at some point he wants to see me, you know, on X-Ball Field. Um, then sure enough, a few months later goes by and uh, Jeremy's hosting the first pro invitational. And it was at Kentucky. And this one had like no media coverage. There was like one photographer there. Uh, so nobody really knew about it except for the teams that were there. But Jeremy needed refs for the event. And he posted about it online. And with his post, he said, like, if you want to ref it, that's cool. You know, come up. We'll pay for you, whatever. But if you uh, get here on Friday before the event, you can play with the pro guys. And I'm like, you get to play with pro play? I'm going. <laughs> yeah. And it's a seven-hour drive up to Kentucky. So I'm like, you know that's doable to play pro You're yeah for sure pro. um so i make it up there the night before and I, like the guys that i'm staying with i end up going out with and unbeknownst to me we we start we start meeting up with the outlaw guys you know we go out to a couple bars have a good time you know whatever and we're hanging out all night then uh i had no idea the whole night so the next day comes around we get to the field and i'm like yo I know you guys. I was with you last night. You know, they're, they're <laughs> yeah. all playing the outlaws. Um, so sure enough, during the day, Jeremy's like, "Hey, you know, Christian, I want you to spend some points with uh, with my guys." And uh, I did, you know, okay-ish. You know, as okay as somebody who's only ever played D four can do against pro guys. You know, I had a couple good points. Um, and so Jeremy, after that, invited me to come up to. Uh, to uh, practice with uh, the outlaws at their at their home field in uh, in Fort Wayne, Indiana, at the Paintball Plex. So uh, I go to that, and I just absolutely just bombed it, dude. Jeremy had me do uh, he had me do one on ones against everybody on the team, um, probably like through, and I probably won maybe three one on ones that entire day, and I probably oh. did, you know. 30 40 of them it was it was brutal you know and the ones that i did win was completely off the luck you know <laughs> i did so bad um so obviously you know he's like yeah you didn't make it um <laughs> but uh he's like you didn't make it but if you want to keep coming up to practice you know we'd love to have you but you're not on the team like you know you didn't make it um so i'm like you know whatever I'm gonna keep coming, you know? And so every practice they had after that, I was there and I'm always the first guy there, last guy to leave, you know, everything after that. So for the longest time, um, I'm doing that. And eventually it's like, Hey, you know, you want to come to this pro, uh, invitational, go to that one, go to the next one. And eventually it gives me the, uh, the go ahead to get on the squad. And I played my first pro event, at world cup of 2020 yeah of world cup 2020 i believe it was or was it 21 what year is it no yeah it was 2020 um 
and then uh yeah and then on that's that's kind of my uh my story with the outlaws um and i guess kind of everybody already knows what ended up happening with the outlaws we uh at the end of last year in 2021 uh jeremy had made the decision to sell the team to the latin saints and uh yeah that was the end of that that was uh that was the end of uh, my pro career, just about. <laughs> hey, man, there's people who've been playing for decades who'd kill to have a chance to even put step foot on that field. So, kudos, kudos for doing it in such a short amount of time, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's it's uh it's definitely not done. You know, I'll be back out there soon. It's just uh, kind of with this year, the way everything played out, I had I had somewhere to go, or at least I thought I had somewhere to go. Um, so I put all my eggs in that basket, it ended up falling through and they, they, that those guys chose another guy, which, you know, if I'm them, I'm choosing that guy over me all day, you know, if I'm just being honest. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, by the time, you know, I had the option to, to try and look at other places, it was just way too late. And, uh, you know, the way that life and everything was going at the time, you know, I was just cool with it. I was just like, you know. I don't need to play this year. It's it's good. I just want to play with my friends anyways. So, you know, if I take a year off, you know, I'm good with it. That's so, <clears throat> you know, I've a bunch of times I've, I've uh, on this show, I've, uh, you know, expressed my opinions about X-Ball and stuff like that. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Uh, it is what people play professionally now, things like that. But at the end of the day, like it is so taxing on time and mm-hmm. money and effort. And uh, I think I was talking to uh, Nick from uh, Thunder Horse and I was like, anybody, anybody right now that's playing is like one torn ACL away from ending their entire pro career with nothing to show for it. You know, yeah, dude. no offense to the industry or anything like that. It's just, it's not I mean, built in a way for us to be able to do that. Yeah. The only guys who are actually like, who it makes sense to do it with is the guys that are actually like, this is their career. And yeah. if it's your career, then it makes sense to do it but if it's not then it's it's just it's too much you know last year so i'm a single guy you know and i'm always single and last year i spent 14 weekends at home 14 weekends okay so like only i can do that only like if you're (laughs) if you're in a relationship at any capacity or have anything other other than you know paintball going on in your life like it just it's not it's not doable man like it's just there's so much time and there's so much money and there's so much effort even even at pro like there's still a lot of your you know time going into so much of this stuff that it's just like man you you really it makes it hard to justify it sometimes yeah the layout drops and it's it's go time all the way up until the event you know Oh yeah. And then like, you have get to get it. Yeah. You have to be drilling in between then. And there's other events that you're going to be playing too, because it's, you don't just play. If you're a pro player, you don't just play NXL pro. Like there's other teams that are calling you to play other events somewhere else that, you know, you can still make. And, you know, it makes sense to go play these events, you know, especially if you love the game, like I love the game. So I'm going to play everywhere, everywhere that I can. And if you ask me to play, I'm going to go you know so it's just it's a lot (laughs) yeah i get it so 
shelving that like you know taking yeah. that whole pro and the x ball and stuff like that and obviously this podcast is about classic but i didn't want to like yeah. take away from like i mean you went a long way in a short amount of time in mm-hmm. the sport that people spend de- i've been playing since 1994 and i've never even come close to like where you're at right now so hats off brother but uh you know we'll shelf that but i didn't want you to miss the chance to you know kind of put that out there mm-hmm. um so, but we're going to get back to, you know, talking about 10 man. So let's talk about your 10 man accolades, right? So we talked about extreme, talked about mm-hmm. GZ. So where mm-hmm. did you go after GZ? Um, yes, yeah, so GZ, uh, after GZ, I had, oh, so I made it to where I am now. I'm with the Saberwolves now. Um, and the nice. Saberwolves, yeah, they've, they've always been family. So ever since the beginning uh when lane wright had a uh, event back in 2018 uh that he, it was the uh it was the atlanta southern classic 10 man whatever it was um yep. that's when i met all the saber wolves guys and uh ever since then you know at any 10 man event i was always hanging out with them like the entire time because that's where all my friends were and uh yeah, I don't know if you know this about the Saber Wolves, but like there's rarely any guest players for the Saber Wolves. Like if you're playing with the Saber Wolves, you're a member of the team, right? And they're yeah. super like that's that's close. part or values, you know. Close knit, yeah. Yeah, we're close knit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so finally, you know, I was uh I was with GZ, but they had asked me, you know. Did, you, did I want to play with them? And sh- sure enough, like that's, those are my guys. I play Xbox with them every single night. So I said, yeah, of course. Um, the first event that I played with them was probably the worst event that I've ever played in my life. Uh, we did horrible, not at all what, what the Saber Wolves are used to. I don't even think we made it out of uh, prelims. And it was, uh, it was that first Tiki's event. Um, just we did so bad you know and then uh after that you know things started picking up but it took me a little while to start getting acclimated to the team and to get everybody acclimated to me because you know i am a different cog in the machine um but yeah we did bad at that one i think we went back maybe a year later and uh we won that same event but it's icpl now but we won that same event this year uh yeah with the saber wolves and then uh we just went to london we won that and i'm pretty sure we won something else but i don't remember what it was i'm sure sure if i pulled it up i could find it but uh that's cool man so it's 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 really cool that you were able to uh kind of jack sparrow step off of one thing right onto another as as it were um you know and still not lose a ton of momentum you know what I mean? Cause some people will be in that position and then they like in true paintball fashion, like you said, like you put all your eggs in one basket and then it falls apart and then you're kind of left with, you know, everything in your hands with nowhere to go. And so it was really yeah. cool that, you know, you could go from, you know, cause team G was around for a while, you know, mm-hmm. so, and we're able to stay, you know, stay there in the, in the division for a while. So it's pretty cool that you would have the ability to play one. And then, you know, as that's just, dissolving over time because that's what happens unless you're like dynasty or something like that you know they're never going to go away um 
it was cool that you were able to to step off into that and, and and to be successful and with a team like you know because Superwolves, like you said, have always had that uh, mm-hmm. reputation of uh, like very close knit, just a group of guys that just know one another, you know. So I get that. So it yeah. looks like you were uh, polishing up on those on those one on ones. Was it was it you that played at that farm event of the one on ones? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I played uh, I played that the first one they had. That was that was a fun event. I think there needs to be so many more of those. I think that that would really help people, honestly. And Ira, Ira's a good friend of mine. Now I love that guy. Um, but the way that he promotes them and everything, like it just gets everybody excited to go up there and play. Um, but yeah, somehow, so- like that that dude on the farm just knows how to hype stuff. I don't get it, but he knows how. Yeah. Yeah, he is, he is the ultimate hype man. He really is. Um, that's just, it's his personality, and he's always going to be like that with anything. Um, What's funny is he, I've always got, like, a different selection of jerseys up here, like, whenever I have a different show. And uh, the guy that won that, the dude that was doing it with a pump and a tank top, Kevin, uh, yeah. one of the jerseys I have here was a team that I was loosely affiliated with. Um, and uh, we were on the same team. I actually played, uh, let's see... Yeah, this team right here actually, uh, he played with us at uh, at that last Maryland event, not this year, but last year. Yeah, together. But uh, yeah, that dude it was it was just crazy watching him play sometimes. Dude, he was destroying people with a pump. He made it all. <laughs> actually, I had to play him. I had to play him. It was the second the second event that that uh, that they did the second one on ones event that they did. But I had to play, him, and he was absolutely the scariest person I've ever had to play. <laughs> like there's a lot of pressure on me to win because i'm the only pro guy there yeah and he's also been just destroying people with this pump all day so if i get destroyed and i'm the pro player by this guy with a pump like it looks super bad on me and there's a few (laughs) like there's a lot of close times where a ball just like whizzes right by my head where he really should have shot me but didn't and i just got like by the skin of my teeth i got that lucky to where he didn't hit me with these balls like he was oh. deadly with this thing <laughs> nice he's just yeah. a funny cat yeah um, yeah all right so uh you know let's uh i was we get so caught up in talking about like everything that's going on all the uh, minutia that we've uh we've been doing mm-hmm. over the last couple of years uh ask some of the questions that uh that i do talk about other people about uh that you know a lot of paintballers can relate to do you have one that got away? And by what I mean by that is, is there a paintball gun that you wish you never got rid of? Uh, so one that I wish I never got rid of was probably my Vanquish. I played with a, I got a Vanquish when I played with Team Extreme. It was part of our sponsorship deal. And uh, I loved it, man. I loved it. But the only problem, like when it shot, I loved it. The only problem with those things is that they have like, they were like the old Lux bolt, right? To where if it gets cold, it doesn't want to work and it has all the reliability issues. And it was just really, it was heavy, you know? And so uh, I held on to it for as long as I possibly could. And then finally, you know, just like there was, I saw no point in me having it anymore. I guess I needed the money for something else or I just didn't want the gun anymore. Mm-hmm. And I let, and uh, man, as soon as I did, I was just like, oh, I hate that. Like I, I I love the feel of it in my hands. And like when it was shooting, 
Like I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. And that's what like I thought a high-end paintball gun should feel like, you know. And now, you know, I have my CS2, which the CS2 is just absolutely the best thing that you can get, no doubt. It's hands down the best uh, the best gun that you can get. But still, I love the feel and having my uh, my Empire Vanquish, dude. I love that gun. Is that what you're using uh, mechanically as a CS2? No. So mechanically, I use the Inception Designs uh, EMEC. So it's it's Simon Simon uh, it's Simon Stevens gun from Inception Designs. It's got all yep. of his kernels, his fang trigger, his body, um, and a couple other goodies that he sprinkles in there too for us. Um, that'll be coming out soon. Is his barrel kits, uh, and I actually I do take it back. I think that that EMEC Simon's EMEC is the best gun on the market. Yeah, they just. Those guns by themselves are, it's crazy impressive what Jack yeah. was able to do when he made that yeah. gun. But then Simon. Price point, yeah. Simon's a fucking wizard, man, when it comes to that kind of stuff. He seriously is. And it's like, so we're all super close with Simon. Um, he actually, he played that last event in London. He, he just played that with us. He played um, with you guys, yeah. The five yeah. man, right? Uh, ten man. Oh, he played the ten man. Yeah, in I London. thought he was just playing five with somebody recently. I'm trying yeah, to remember played, who, but yeah, he played five man with us uh, at ICC, and then at this last event, he played the whole thing. That's what it was. That's what yeah. it was. And I just oh, so my wife is from Pittsburgh, and so I just missed ICC. So typically this time of year, it would have been wide open, but um, I got the chance to take my oldest son to space camp uh, that week, so I ended up taking him down there. Yeah for for that so it was uh it was bittersweet it was worth it totally worth it to take him to go do that but uh yeah i was definitely dad what are you doing every five minutes i'm like checking out stuff on on uh icc actually hold on two seconds okay uh because the good part about being in the garage is that all my guns are right here so hold on a second all right let's see this thing uh well you were talking about you know simon trails and stuff like that Mm -hmm. managed to get my foot in the door mm-hmm. and uh get on one of the amateur lines for fight club yeah all right and then part of the, this whole you know podcasting and stuff like that is that um at some point in this next year i plan on coming out with just kind of like a little boutique like brand of my own or whatever but uh it's this is going to be one of the oh yeah dude Sick, nasty, man. I love it. Yeah, that was uh, Razor Laser did that for me. And it was cool because he was like, hey, man, they're going to, the brass knuckle is going to look one way on one side and one way on the other. So if you put the eye covers next to one another, um, mm. like they're different, but it's because of the flow on the barrel or whatever. So you'll see that bad Chad uh, in Chicago here next week. Yeah. But uh, heck yeah. But yeah, that's a Stella barrel, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so Simon's Stella goodness right there is, I believe the only barrel i've ever shot other than the stock barrel for like any gun and since i've gotten it so i got it back when i was on gz and that's the only barrel i've used since i've tried i've tried a bunch of different stuff and like you said man like no <laughs> he's not, a wizard not, he knows what he's doing so not and it's like you should see the stuff that he's working on like in the background because like we just we get to see it um it's it's mind-blowing you know how far ahead he is and just like all the research and development that he is always 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 doing so So, uh funny story uh i've actually 
I've got like a little timer going off in the background. This thing's going to cut off our, uh, cut off our interview in about five minutes. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, I don't know if you were playing, uh, probably weren't, if you've only been playing for the last four years, it used to be a company called Tadao Technologies. They used to make the Tadao boards for, uh, a lot of the different guns that were pretty crazy. Uh, the guy that started that company, Will is a friend of mine. Uh, and mm-hmm. he's actually friends with, um, with Simon and they're very, very like-minded as far as just there's wheels always turning. They got to be doing something. So whenever I met Simon, I was like, ah, makes perfect sense now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, yeah. while we still have some time, uh, shout outs, buddy, let's hear it. Oof. Uh, I mean, the only friends, shout outs are really uh, to get. you know, friends, family, sponsors, whatever, man, yeah. let's hear it. So the only shout outs I really need to give is to, uh, all my guys on the Sabre walls, you know, I love all my guys over there. Um, and obviously to Simon, you know, Simon, he's still, you know, he's a member of the Sables, but also, you know, he supports us too. Uh, that's it. And then uh, kind of Lane Wright, you know, he's been my mentor all the way through my whole paintball career. And uh, other than that, you know, it's kind of you and everybody else who's always been a friend and a fan and, you know, just loving showing love and everything like that you know it's just shout out to the whole paintball community <laughs> it was really cool that uh you know whenever we were at that event in virginia that you just like out of nowhere took the time to you know take some pictures with my kids i appreciated that you know that says a lot to me about people who you know understand the situation they're in but also don't get so hung up in it that uh you know they're not going to make the time for you know other people in the industry yeah i mean this sport really isn't big enough for anybody to you know grow a big head I've noticed in the paintball community that some guys kind of have that personality. And I just really, I don't get it, man. It's like, we're a small community, you know, we're small. We gotta, like, you can't, you can't have a big enough head to where like in this tiny community, you think that you're better than somebody too good to to give somebody your time, you know? Yeah. Unless you're Ryan Greenspan and that dude's always doing something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He, he for sure makes the time for people too, though, you know? Yeah. But good. Yeah, and as, as he should, especially, you know, in the situation he's in. Yeah. But, um, well, cool, man. Well, Hey, thank you so much for taking the time, man. I always love seeing you at the events. Uh, always love that you take the time to be like, Hey man, what are you up to? And, you know, like I said, you take the time to say hi. That means a lot to people. It means a lot to me. Um, and I'm, and I'm happy to see you at these 10 man events because I absolutely love 10 man. So, um, you know, looking forward to Chicago. You mean, you're going to be balling out in Chicago with your bulls. Not gonna be able to make it to Chicago since school oh. starts week, man. Yeah, yeah. Get it. What are you uh, working? What are you working on a degree in? Um, so I'm going to trade school. I'm gonna I'm gonna be working on planes and getting my AMP. Your AMP. Yeah. Uh, talk to me after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me after this. Absolutely, man. <laughs> okay, brother. All right, man. Well, hey, again, it was great talking to you. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I will look forward to seeing you at whatever next event that we run into one another. And uh, until then, uh, you know, be safe. And uh, thanks a lot, buddy. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. All right. Take it easy, brother. All right. You too. Uh, Did I? Welcome back, everybody. That was Christian Collins of Sabre Wolves. Hands down, one of the nicest guys I've had a chance to hang out with at multiple events. Thanks for joining us. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Paintball Central, The Print Path, and PBK.
for their continued support of the podcast. Stay tuned for further episodes.